Welcome to the show. My name's Brian, the BRB Babiak, Urban Axe Australia podcast. A lot of things happening. We're very, very excited to be launching this podcast with you in conjunction with our partner, CHH Fam, CHH Australia, and Urban Axe School of Ministry. I am the BRB. I'll be your host for today's show. In today's show, we'll be rehashing a piece of peace. This is from the YouTube channel about what is peace? How do we lose it? How do we get a piece of peace? And what does it have to do with other people's priorities and emergencies? Our main passage is from John 11. So have an open Bible and enjoy. Today I wanted to talk about one thing. What are you feeding yourself? What are you feeding yourself? Are you starving? Are you hungry? And do you know it? Like today, for instance, you know, I, I think taking for granted the presence of peace in my life. I mean, a lot of times, peace is one of those things where you don't know that you have it until you lost it. Uh, a lot of people are like, oh, you know, peace on earth, peace, you know, men and, and peace between nations and countries and no war, whatever. But when it's peace within yourself, uh, we often don't know it's gone until it's gone. What are you feeding yourself? You know, are you feeding something that's going to perpetuate that thing from constantly interrupting you? Are you going to let certain other individuals dictate, which basically means overrun what you want to do and what you're supposed to do and what you're passionate about? So I think the time balance of what I'm feeding myself, like, am I thinking about other people too much, you know, am I thinking about myself too much? Am I, and, and so you got to take <clears throat> like a personal stop take, like, am I being selfish here or am I protecting myself? Am I being selfish here or am I guarding my heart? So for me, I think of like Jesus, you know, dear, dear friend of his, you know, like by today's standards, if someone said to you, my friend's really sick, I think he's dying, you should come say goodbye or come do something or pray with him or something, just just come, I need you now. Like by all humanly standards and accounts, and even the Christian thing to do would to be, all right, I'm gonna go visit Lazarus. I'm gonna go be there with um, Martha and Mary and, and just be there for my fam, you know, be there for my friends. Take into account that these were more than family and friends. These were like people that looked up to him and he was a leader. So even I'm speaking to you leaders out there that are like, you feel so much pressure on you to do the right thing. Well, sometimes the right thing isn't exactly appeasing the other person. So what Jesus did was he didn't go right away. He waited. He stayed another couple days where he was at, finished what he was doing there, finished his mission, mission there and helping the people there and talking to his disciples there. And then he went. But by the time he got there, Lazarus had passed away. Lazarus had died, like long gone died, like they buried him and everything put a big rock in front of the tomb, wrapped him up in grave clothes, you know. And so, so when he gets there, you know, first thing they say, oh man, if you were here, if you were only, and that's the second part of it, is like, even when you do show up, you do rock up, people are like, oh man, you're late. Or, oh, you should have been here at this time, or if you were only here. And you're even there going, man, like, because let's be honest, like, if, if you have, like, uh, the Holy Spirit inside of you, right? And, and you're being led by God and you're, you're, you know, you're doing the works and the acts of, of the ministry of the church and, 
and like you're just being a kind person you cannot be everywhere at once and Jesus when he was in bodily form when he was on earth couldn't be everywhere at once so what hope do we have well I'll tell you we lead by his example we follow his example Yes, and his example was, I'm going to finish my course. I'm going to, I'm going to do what I'm doing right now. Jesus said, when they asked, you know, he said, I do what I see the Father doing, and I, he, and I say what I hear the Father saying. I say what I hear the Father saying. So even him is taking an example of, from Father God, right? And then when it talks about um, when he was tempted to the devil in the wilderness, it says he was led by the Holy Spirit. Um, I talked about last time where uh, when Jesus was baptized by John, right? So he's baptized by John. This is before he did any miracles or anything like that or any, had any, any disciples or any, you know what I mean? Before he, he like did any of the miraculous things that he did when he walked on the earth in his ministry was he got baptized as a representation to everybody. Look, I'm going whole hog, full hog for God, all out, 110 when he came up. That's when everyone saw and everyone heard the voice. All the bystanders, everybody listening and everything heard the voice. This is my son in whom I am well pleased. And let me tell you, God's pleased with you even before you do anything for him. You gotta do stuff with him, you gotta think of him, right? And then it said the Holy Spirit descended upon him like a dove, right? So from that point on, it was like him and the Holy Ghost riding, going, holy moly, let's do it. You know what I mean? I don't, I'm not, I don't mean to be like, you know, what's the word? Uh, sacrilegious or disrespectful or whatever. I'm just saying, like, from that moment on, it was like, it's go time. And the first thing he did wasn't a miracle. Didn't, didn't start an Instagram or Facebook account. First thing he did, it didn't knock on a church door to, you know, said he was led by the Holy Spirit, led by the Spirit into the wilderness. And he was tempted of the devil before he even started his mission. And I think I'm speaking to some of you today that you're about to start your mission and you see something over here that, that could be veering you away from. You know what you're called to do. You know what your purpose is now. And you, and you know that, like, man, I got to go this way, but there's something tempting you over here. Yeah. And it's like, what are you going to feed? Are you going to feed into that? Are you going to feed into going, oh, you know, this is an easy road, it seems. It looks like the God road, but it's just the good road. It's the good road. Like... It's doing good things, but really, like if you if you're constantly doing the good thing, like even in even in the Bible, even in Revelation, like there was people that rocked up to Jesus at the end of time, and you get stand in front of him and go, "Oh Lord, Lord, we did this in your name. We cast out devils, and we prayed for the sick, and we went to church, and you know we threw events, and we did that." And obviously, I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but you can look it up. And Jesus says to them, "Depart from me. I never knew you." knew you and they did the do they did the thing they did the miracles like old testament style even i'll give you an old testament example moses right children of israel this is after the splitting of the red sea pharaoh and the chariots died and all that after all that yeah he's sitting there and like everybody's thirsty everybody's complaining they want water and they're so thirsty and the lord said moses I want you to come to this place and speak to that rock and water will flow from that rock. And so he was so like, mm, he's so fed up. All the people like, we're, we're hungry, we're thirsty. They already had manna done dropping from the sky. All this, all like Lord provided in miraculous ways. 
So instead of listening to that relationship where God says, hey, I want you to speak to the rock and water will flow out of the rock. He goes back to his tent and he did what he always did. He got the staff. And up till that point, if you look, he did all the miracles with the staff, leaning on what he knew, on what he knew, on what he knew, right? But that's not what God said to do. And here's, here's the, the strange and unique thing about God. He's not about the end result. He's about your heart condition. He's about where you're at. Are you, are you fulfilled in your purpose? Or are you just on autopilot walking in your purpose? Because Moses went to the tent, he grabbed the staff, and instead of speaking to the rock, now remember Moses, Moses and Aaron, right? His cousin Aaron, Aaron did a lot of the political type speaking for him in front of kings and, and public figures and things like that because Moses, it says he wasn't well-trained in speech. The Bible's not clear if like he had a stutter, perhaps he had a stutter, but he, it says, you know, he was stammering. So he could have been shy, he could have been not confident, he could have had a stutter, you know, or he could have just not been well-spoken. And he relied on the stick. The stick threw the stick down, turned the snakes, threw the stick down, and it ate the other snakes. With the stick, turned the Nile uh, into blood. But he used the stick the whole time. He used the stick to part the Red Sea. Yeah. He used the stick. He used the stick. He relied on Aaron to speak. He used the stick. So for this last miracle, which it, which it was technically the last big show and sign of God from Moses, he took the stick and he hit the rock. And guess what? Water came out. Miracle happened. And everybody was happy. Scripture actually says, and everyone drank, and they were all pleased. And a miracle happened that day. So a miracle happened that day. Everybody was happy. Everyone was pleased with Moses, except God. Because God wanted to rely on his, on his weakness because it's in our strengths. Yeah, it's in our strengths where our comfortability comes from. But it's in our weakness where he gets the glory. And people can go, wow, you know what? to this rock and, and he didn't even use the thing that gotta be God. So who was glorified? Who got the glory there? Everybody was happy with Moses, but what about God? So are we feeding into our fears? Are we feeding into our anxieties? Are we feeding into what we've always lent on? Whether that's friends in this situation, Aaron was the one that spoke for him. So if you, if you feed what other people want you to do, is what I'm saying. If you feed what other people want you to do, you will, you will not only, um, they'll be happy, they'll be great, but you'll get to the end of time and, and you don't know when your last miracle is. You don't know when your act or demonstration, your last demonstration is, your, your last act of kindness, your, your last project that you worked on, your last you know, board meeting, your last speech, the last time you see your loved ones. You don't know. We don't know. Tomorrow's not promised to us. But today is the day of salvation. You know, Jesus, when, when everyone would ask him, the, the teachers of the law, the religious folks that never seemed to quite and put the finger on, who is this guy? Was, couldn't understand him. He said, how, how, how do you know the scriptures? And, and he said, look, I can sum up all the scriptures into these two things. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, with all your strength, and love your neighbor as you love yourself. I can guarantee you that 
when Moses struck that rock and everyone was happy for a split second. Yeah, got it. I'm the man. And then it set in because he did the wrong thing before God and he knew it. Sin is classified as knowing the right thing to do and doing the opposite. It's literally classified as missing the mark of an arrow. Yeah. No one gets it right the whole time. But those things that we can avoid, the things that we're feeding into. So what are you feeding into? Whose dream and vision are you feeding into? Whose wants and desires are you feeding into? Who's leeching like parasitically off of you? Off of your gifts, talents, abilities, money, finances, like time, love. Who's, who is that person? Take that to God. You may be doing a good thing. But are you doing the God thing? Are you doing the God thing? So that's it for today. And remember, walk in the promises of the Lord if the promise walks in you. And for those of you who, who don't know God, um, who don't believe he exists or whatever, get alone. Don't, don't, don't feed anything but you just for a minute. Turn off the phone, turn off the TV, put on D&D. &D. Do not disturb styles, get alone. You don't have to get on your knees. You don't even have to close your eyes or, so, or anything like that. There ain't no trick to it. Just get alone. Just get alone and be still with him. Yeah, and feed your soul. All right, y'all. Peace him out. Thanks again for listening to the podcast. Once again, I'd like to thank our affiliates and sponsors, chhfam.com, Word Life Radio, and New Numa Godcast. For more information on what we do at Urban Axe Australia, just go to urbanaxchurch.org. And to check out what I've been doing with music and ministry and everything in between, go to thebrb.com.